What's up, everybody? It's time for another Ghost Cult Magazine podcast. I'm your host, Keefe. Today's podcast is an interview with Gina of Baroness. Check it out. The Ghost Cult Magazine podcast welcomes in Gina of Baroness. How are you doing, Gina? Hey, I'm doing well. How are you doing, man? I'm hanging in there, all things considering, you know. Sure. <laughs> every every email, every phone call, everything is like, "How are you? I'm I'm fine. How are you? Are you okay?" Um, yeah, like, what does that question even mean? I know, but now. I, right. But I also feel like before we dive in and you know talk about art and live streaming and all this cool stuff that I'm really psyched you guys are doing. Of course, you know it's been a a, a rough time. I hope you're well. I hope the band is well. I hope your families are well. Um, you know, same here. But you know, obviously, I like to check in with everybody and just before we start talking about stuff, you know, what really matters is you know safety and security. You know, totally. Yeah, everyone is is well here. I'm based out of Philadelphia. Um, yeah, it hasn't been. It's been weird for us not being on tour and all that, but um, I have, like, my mom's a healthcare professional, so she's a lot of times in the thick of, you know, the updates and all that. She hasn't had to um, go into a hospital. She's, like, been able to do more, like, uh, clerical work from home and that kind of thing, which is good. But, yeah, it's just uh, crazy getting all the updates and, and seeing things, like, from her perspective and all that. Um the rest of my family, like my dad and brother, are in like construction and stuff. So they've actually been like pretty busy this year. Um, they've been able to kind of work isolated between like the two of them, which is kind of cool. But yeah, everyone's doing well. Of course, and then and then naturally, just like New York City, Philly is one of the centers of the ongoing protests, which are needed and necessary. And you know, hopefully, none of your friends have been, you know, accosted being patriotic and you know protesting which is you know i i marvel at people who are like still mad about this or like why is this still happening i don't know because the situation is still fucked and like we need to you know still have fists in the air and voices raised and i'd say for like my just for me personally my lifetime this is like one of the i'm most proud of like my fellow people uh for just keeping this prolonged and you know strenuous protesting going i'm really i'm proud of it Naturally, of course. And, uh, you know, I hope all your friends and everybody, anybody that's out there is safe and, you know. Yeah, I've had a couple of friends in, like, tear gas situations. Everybody is safe and, like, okay, but it's just, like, wild to hear about it. Even, like, earlier in, I guess, around, like, June or July, I was giving just guitar lessons on Zoom. So it's cool to connect with people in other cities and other parts of the world and kind of hear their stories too it's yeah it's fucking wild but it needs to happen 
Right, of course. And uh, I know you, you, the band lost a bunch of tour dates and tours that were planned and had to be postponed, you know, to next year or canceled, you know, possibly because who knows what shape we're all going to be in and when this is all going to be over because of shit leadership. But, um, you know, I, I'm, I'm glad to hear you guys are busy and um, you're busy personally. I like hearing about lessons. I hope you guys are having a productive pandemic if it's possible. Like, with just in, with us in Baroness, we kind of just flipped gears and are like, all right, we need to just do, like, work on a new record, you know? Um, and when we were starting to get together, everybody got, like, tested, isolated, so we got our results. Just not a surefire way, but just like, kind of the best, safest way for everybody to start getting together. Um, so once we were all able to be the four of us in one room, we were like, had like a listening party of everything that everyone had worked on the past few months and like oh we have like three albums worth of like really good cool material like <laughs> everybody just really buckled down and like honed in on their craft and their instrument and and their discipline and just really worked hard and created a lot of awesome new shit that is amazing and amazing news. Um, and you know, I know judgments. I know some artists are just like, you know, I'm not into it. Um, and I don't, I don't feel, you know, motivated or creative based on the rest of the world. And I'm super supportive of that, but that's sounds just like you guys actually to, you know, make the best. I'm sure John is busy writing and making music and painting. And I'm sure all the whole band is, you know, doing whatever they can. So that's, that's, great news and again golden gray still to me has a lot of legs it's a wonderful album i just listened to it again a few times getting ready to chat with you and you know i'm a longtime fan of the band since the very beginning so um more new baroness is great news to me thanks man i really appreciate that we all really appreciate that right on um, yeah i i agree if you understand that like point of view of just like fuck it i'm not motivated to do this i remember reading a couple articles like earlier in this quarantine where it was like you know something about like toxic positivity where it could be like a big turn off everyone being like oh this is a great time to like hunker down and, and like tone in your shit and I, I totally understand that being like you know i just can't get over this mental block i just can't do it right now i think that's totally valid as well and i think we've all gone through like waves of that it's really like a day by day kind of thing but the four of us just tried to kind of rally around each other keep each other motivated like we would do a weekly like dropbox thing where it's like any new idea at all like just anything put it in dropbox on friday you know and then on monday we would all like get on zoom together so just like ways of holding each other accountable like holding the people you care about accountable and, and just keeping them motivated to me, that was super helpful. Where it's like, I don't want to let any of my bandmates down. I've got to work on something, you know. Oh, that's awesome. And I love hearing uh, that's a great model for a lot of other bands uh, to look up to, because I think that's really, you know, a great way to work. Maybe it doesn't work for everybody and certain bands don't work as democratically. But like, I think that's really awesome. Yeah, I definitely appreciate that aspect of, of fairness, too, where it's just like, it's really like, no judgment zone. Like really, anything is is welcome, and trying and doing anything is better than doing nothing. You know, sometimes. So, or at least in a lot of the ways that we work and collaborate together. So. 
Indeed, indeed. So let's talk about this live stream, uh, Golden Grey Live. Um, I don't know if you have ever performed an entire album in your career at one in one shot live, and I'm not. I don't recall if the band ever actually has. So I think this is maybe Purple once, but I think this is very unique and special for fans and for you guys. Yeah, I've never done uh, an endeavor like this, like taking a full album and and running through it front to back. According to John, it's kind of a first for the band too, as far as just like only this record, you know. Um, but it just seems like if we're not going to tour, I don't know. I think I remember talking with John, like maybe even almost jokingly, we're like, "This is such a kind of theatrical, dramatic album with like the interludes and like all these." kind of weird avant-garde moments it'll, it'll almost be cool like to do this in like a theater setting kind of thing um and this just kind of seemed like a good way of like i don't know if we're playing a festival we're not going to play assault on these falls or <laughs> you know any of the little like interlude or softer more intimate moments of the record so it's like this is a really nice opportunity to dig in and do this and to find what the voice of each of these pieces is for like a live setting. Because it's different from, you know, being in a studio and being able to overdub and overlay and, and stack and all that, so. Nice. I said to uh, Sebastian in my previous interview that uh, there are almost moments on Golden Grey, especially now revisiting it a little bit, that like Crooked Mile into Broken Halo and Can Obscura into Borderlines, almost very Pink Floyd, 70s, you know, classic rock, progressive rock, kind of these interludes and weird twists and turns, just like you said, avant-garde moments. So I think it'll be really cool to see if you guys, uh, you know, delve into those and, you know, what, what those sound like live. It, I think that's definitely an era of music that we're all really heavily influenced by and that we all really like, you know, especially when we were doing this record, when we were done tracking for the day, yeah, we would sit and like watch Pink Floyd at, um, at Pompeii and, and that kind of stuff. And we would reference the wall often. Like we just all collectively enjoy that, that era of music and, and what, what those guys are doing. Right on. Uh, my favorite band ever. So yeah, for sure. Um, and uh, yeah, I'm not too familiar with Culture Lab. I am New York City based, but I haven't been getting out much this year <laughs> to places. And I love Queens. Shout out to all my Queens peeps. But uh, I'm not familiar with the venue, but it sounds really cool. Yeah, I wasn't um, familiar either. Um, it's a place that Nick found. They were doing. They were hosting a lot of like outdoor, distantly um, seated music events like in their parking lot I think like primarily jazz ensembles and that kind of thing I think um, they performed at one of the outdoor things um, and kind of just talked to the, the folks running it who were really kind and just like really involved in the community but you know, the space itself is it's beautiful and they seems like they do a lot of community based things a lot of community arts things they had um People could go and like fill out the census, and, and I think they have different types of meetings and just community things there. So it's a great feeling to walk into a place like that, you know, 
Nice. Uh, the the census is a thing that's like a big thing for me. I don't. I I know uh, it's a weird thing, but like I feel like that's really important, and people are unaware of why it's important. So it's cool that any place is just. You know, it sounds like a really cool place if they're raising kind of civic awareness and art and music. That's really cool. Totally. I think we were maybe the first people to walk in there with like stacks of amps and <laughs> right. <laughs> like it was a huge, you know, thing. But um, yeah, everyone there's very kind and so it's been really cool. Yeah. Right on. Uh, well, you have your own metronome with Sebastian, so you don't need to bring one. Uh, like a jazz ensemble might practice with one, but you don't need to. <laughs> he really is. That's his style, man. He's, he's, I admire his style of playing so much. He's just like so precise and mathematical. And it's, I, I've never played with a drummer quite like Sebastian, so I feel really lucky to, to get to play with him and, and create with him. Right on, right on. Uh, and then I was wondering if you just personally have been watching any other live streams, knowing that this was coming up for you guys, and you know, were there any that you have enjoyed? Uh, I know everybody's kind of fifty-fifty on the on them so far that I talked to. Yeah, um, I, I watched Code Orange's live stream or streaming event um, earlier in the quarantine. It might have been in like April. March seems like a lifetime ago now. Like I always see the memes that are like, remember the Tiger King era of this shit show? <laughs> uh, but I remember watching theirs, yeah, two months back, and I thought it was like an awesome job. They did an awesome job uh, keeping the energy up, which is like a real challenge when you don't have an audience of people to share that energy with, that connection, you know? Um, so I thought they killed it. They sounded really, really fucking tight, and they had a lot of cool video graphics and stuff that would kind of get mixed in and out of being the forefront of the of what you were seeing so I enjoyed that one um, I've watched just a couple like more casually like I'll see one that's going on online and I'll kind of tune in and out of it but I think everyone has different approaches to them everyone's just doing their best trying to be creative you know what else can you do it's better than, than not doing it I guess you know um I could see where the amount of work that goes into it could take away from time that you might want to spend doing other creative endeavors with your band. Like if we're working on this, it means we're not writing, you know, we're not tracking new stuff. Um, so I, you know, I wouldn't want to do exclusively streaming events, you know, there's other important things that we have to prioritize within our band, but, um, yeah, the ones that I've seen so far, I just think everyone's doing their best to be creative and, and doing a great job. Nice. And then I was going to say, you've been a terrific ambassador for the band by doing some of these collaborative jams, Zoom stuff. And uh, I know the technology is not perfect to do those kind of, you know, recordings and, and live things, but uh, you definitely seem to be enjoying yourself when you do those. Thanks. Yeah, I mean, those are really fun like all that whole crew and two minutes to late night and Jordan like they are such hard workers and like they just make it happen you know they make it sound good and everybody has fun it's low stress and I look forward to watching them each week you know it's like something I'm like oh when I have my coffee and there's a new you know two minutes bedroom cover I'm like yes <laughs> get to see what all our friends are, are getting into 
Right on. I, I think covers are great, and they've been a terrific, uh, you know, just kind of a weird. Every band starts off like a cover band, right? You look, you know, everybody's first inspiration is they heard something they want to copy and you know emulate. Totally. And so I think it's really great to see all these, you know, especially like when you see like master, master musicians, uh, which I consider you to be a master guitar player. Um, you know, go having like a blast doing fun, you know, covers and stuff that everybody knows, and still like having that passion and that enthusiasm it's good for fans I, I part just even just outside of journalism i just love seeing it in general it's just like oh i let it say comfort food you know <laughs> totally yeah i feel the same way just as a fan of all of these bands um and i think one i did was like a little bit earlier again in like the quarantine and it was just a really good way for me to be like all right for these whatever two three days however long i'm gonna work on it like this is my task you know, I have something to feel good about, like feel productive. But I like this is what I have to work on today. Like you know, um, to me that was helpful. I, I do well having like tangible tasks and to do lists and like things to accomplish. Like I, I don't do too well with like a lot of idle time. You know, um, so for me that was like helpful, propelling me into like everything that that Baroness is getting into and in that creative process so right of course i think by contrast i think it's interesting uh at least even if you won't have an audience which i'm sure will be weird for you guys at least you'll have each other to feed off of and play against because you know the chemistry of the band is not only on record uh you know i've seen you live many times with the group so at least you'll have that i know it's kind of some artists have said like oh i love i don't mind playing playthrough you know it's like doing a playthrough video for my fans to do the zoom stuff but then there's no audience so at least you guys will have each other for sure yeah right on yeah I mean and the way we like practice too we're getting ready for a tour and going to the show definitely feed off of each other so yeah you're, that's a good point we're, we're lucky to have to have that of course. And then so, yeah, we're, uh, you know, looking forward to this September 10th. And then, uh, you know, obviously, who knows the rest of the year and hopefully we'll get everything back next year. Uh, I, I worry about my, you know, my local clubs here in New York City. I worry about Philly is such a great rock and metal scene and just music scene in general um is it uh, you know hopefully we'll, we'll get everything we'll get some clarity and we'll get some things back hopefully i don't know if small places are going to be the first to open and maybe not but you know my fingers are crossed you know yeah same here it's it's scary because you i keep reading like independent ventures are having a hard time or like shutting down i read uh the chameleon club which is out in lancaster is like they're shut already shut their doors or getting ready to and it's just like shame because it's like these are such beautiful places that have housed so many great nights of, of music and have given bands their starter a place to feel at home and um i work at a venue as well in philadelphia uh when we're not on tour and that's obviously been closed it, yeah it's it's hard man i can see the smaller venues opening up first for the smaller capacity aspect of it but you know we, it's just going to be a lot of trial and error but yeah anyway you know anyone listening in your town if there's any way you can support your local ventures or independent venues like you know i definitely encourage that 
Right on. I was I was in Philly practically one year ago this week for my birthday for, at the Theater of Living Arts for a show. I literally went down for a show because that's something I do. And uh, totally. I love I love the city and I, I, I love the music scene there. So same like here I, and everywhere else. I hope we all can can hold it together in the meantime. Um, seems like Europe is opening back up, but still, that's all logistically a whole nother ball of wax for uh, U.S. bands. <laughs> Right. Yeah. We same here. We got word like could we go into this uh, like in Europe next year? But yeah, it kind of depends on what's going on here. <laughs> Do they want American bands like coming over? It's yeah, all up in the air. Right. And then I just saw that the visa rate is going to go up for foreign bands coming to America. Fabulous. Like another increase wow. year over year, which we do not need right now. More more wow. inhibitance to great bands coming here. So tough times. Right. I hope we hold it together. Uh, I'm super appreciative of anybody making music or doing any art or music right now. It's It's the only thing really helping me get through. I'm sure that's the same for a lot of people. Um, Gina, thank you so much for your time and thank you and thank Baroness. I uh, cannot wait for this live stream and uh, be safe thank out you, there and uh, keep your head up and keep taking care of yourself. Yeah, same, man. Thanks so much. I really appreciate it. Definitely. We'll talk soon. Thank you. All right. Take care. Bye. Bye. Thanks for checking out today's podcast. Follow, like, and subscribe wherever you hear these podcasts. Also check out Ghost Cult Magazine on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. And finally check us out at ghostcultmag.com. We're out. Peace.